welcome to e-commerce 360. Um, this is uh, Omar Kumar who runs a very successful apparel business named Elo. It is noteworthy that Elo as a brand is driven by a singular purpose, which is to make uh, clothing sustainable. Hey Omar, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a great pleasure. Um, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Uh, so Omar, let's start uh, by telling us a bit about yourself and how you got started on this journey. So my name is Umar Kamar. I am from Pakistan. I started, well, I, I'll just do a bit of introduction. So I was born in uh, Faisalabad and raised in Faisalabad, which is uh, one of the textile hubs in Pakistan. And my father comes from a textile family. So everybody around me had something to do with textiles. So in a way, I kind of knew that I would be doing something with textiles when I grow up. Um, I did my university in Edinburgh and then in Cass Business School in London. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got back uh, and joined my family business in 2013. And at that time, there was a huge retail revolution going on in Pakistan. There were a lot of stores opening up and a lot of these textile companies were setting up their own shop and had their own network of shops to sell their product. So I wanted to do something similar. And I pitched the idea to my father and asked him that I want to run my own retail brand. And he said, okay, he got me the, he gave me the green signal and I started working on developing the brand. But after sampling and uh, making designs, the, the factory, my father's factory refused to make clothes because they were fully booked as he works in the export business and he had a lot of export orders and he was uncertain about uh, me having a successful business at that time so it didn't go through but at the same time a company in Canada which we worked for which my father was working for uh, went bankrupt and they had given us 50% of the payment and the 50% of the payment was uh, was due when we shipped the order as the company was bankrupt so they couldn't they couldn't receive the products and we had nowhere else to sell the product so we decided to make a website called export leftovers and the rest is history oh that's a fascinating story uh, mm -hmm. so um, so let's start uh, talking about how you got your first customers for your website Right, I think you already had a very successful business as far as retail is concerned, but how did you start driving traffic, driving customers to your website? How, do you, how did you get them interested? So beginning, in the beginning, it was mostly Facebook uh, advertisement. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, back in 2013, it was a lot cheaper than it is. I used to have these coupon codes um, which I used to give out to people if I was traveling on the bus, if I was going to an airport, I would just give out those vouchers to everybody to just like have small engagement. And uh, I was very enthusiastic about telling my about my brand. So if I had any chance to, you know, talk to people, I would just go out and start talking about my brand and and that's it. But I would say most most of the the traffic from the early days came from Facebook. So Facebook and word of mouth marketing. Yeah, basically, yeah. 
So how how did your growth look like? You know, what were your metrics when you started, and what was your revenue when you uh, right now? Um, how did the growth look like for uh, your company? So, so for us, um, we have been doubling every year mm-hmm. uh, since inception. Uh, uh, like the, fir- the, the in the second year, we grew by three times because obviously the revenue was just tiny in mm-hmm. in the first year. But ever since, we have been doubling in size every year. Mm-hmm. And um, for us, the main factors are obviously we we are very because we sell products at a very low price. So for us, the biggest metric is return on ad spent, and the other is um, uh, the sell through rate. So we want to sell every product within 90 days of it being published on our website. So that's the, that's the target mm-hmm. that, you know, if a product comes on, it's live, we have to sell it within 30 days. So we have, because, you know, we, we work with limited money, with limited budget, limited warehouse space. So having a good sell through rate is very important. And then focusing on um, high profitability products is also very important. So we look at the uh, the net margins as well. So uh, talking about selling, uh, do you have regular customers? Uh, do you have your customer base where people keep coming back mm-hmm. to you? Uh, you know, within the time that you publish your products, do they come back? Do you notify them? And how how does that process work? So yeah, um, so we have. So we started an app in 2018 or 19, and now we have around a million downloads for Android and iOS apps. Uh, So a lot of our customers come through the app and uh, we have a repeat customer rate, which falls between 60 to 70%. Right now I was checking today, it was 69%. So there's a huge uh, repeat customer rate for us. And the way we entice our customers is by using uh you know promo codes and uh, then we have like a weekly deal so Mm -hmm. the customers come to our website just to check out what's on deal because the prices are just so low that uh, it's like a deal of a lifetime for them so they always come back to the website to look at our weekly deals and then the newsletter is another option then we do a lot of web push notifications Mm -hmm. which uh, bring in a lot of customers then we send a weekly uh, SMS talking about, you know, new products or deals mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Talking about engagement, uh, could you give us a sneak preview into your uh, tech stack? What does your tech stack look like for your e-commerce business? So for us, we, we do like, you know, with, with, so most of the customer engagement, uh, we have this ticketing system called Zendesk. So mm-hmm. all the customer inquiries go into Zendesk and uh, it is very easy for us to reply to every single customer. So the customer engagement rate is pretty high and we try to get like an answer within five minutes. Oh, sorry, five hours. So, you know, we, we, we uh, operate between nine to six. Mm-hmm. So at nighttime, we get about, about 2000 tickets a day wow. and uh, we get them solved within five hours time. Okay, uh, so that reminds me, what kind of tickets like, you know, hog your uh, Zendesk? Because uh, we have noticed, uh, also we have heard from our customers that, you know, where is my order query is the most uh, mm-hmm. common. Uh, so mm-hmm. what what do your tickets look like um, generally? 
so a lot a lot of these are like what are my order uh, where is my order status and mm-hmm. uh, you know like we used to have those bots but the problem with the bots in pakistan is like the some of the customers would write half english half urdu half punjabi half some made up language so the bot wouldn't uh-huh. be able to answer that uh-huh. so yeah you know because people don't write only in urdu or only in english and even in urdu there are no bots sophisticated enough at mm-hmm. the moment to answer mm-hmm. those questions mm-hmm. uh yeah but you are right about 40 about 50% of the tickets are just like you know very simple questions like where is my order and then you they give mm-hmm. them the tracking number and it gets solved and a lot of the customers uh would send you a message on facebook would send you a message on instagram would send you an email on your email and then mm-hmm. you know so there would be multiple tickets but we still consider them uh in 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 those 2000 tickets and then there are like a lot of complications that we sent you an ex- i wanted to exchange my item i sent you the item but i haven't received it so where is the status mm-hmm. so yeah stuff like that even though everything uh we send an email to the customer if we receive the order if we have if we have received the order for exchange we also send them an sms but still customers in pakistan want to be on top of everyone or everything so they 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 will send you an email even if uh, they received an email from us okay okay got it got it they're very anxious yeah, yeah they are i think it's similar to india as well yeah <laughs> so it's like uh shifting gears yeah so uh what has been you know the change in your approach in generating revenues from the time you started uh until now right has it uh, changed you said you started with facebook ads and a lot of word of mouth marketing has there mm-hmm. been a greater emphasis on uh, retention um compared to acquisition or has it been you know kind of a mix of both or have you doubled on on certain channels and uh, you know let go of certain other channels how how have things changed now now that you have so much of experience over the years um for me i still think uh, we have a lot of emphasis on facebook and instagram mm-hmm. uh, we ran a lot of ads on google adwords but mm-hmm. for some reason they didn't perform as uh, as we expected it the, the, the google ads uh, run very well for retargeting but getting a new customer i think it's more expensive compared to facebook uh i would say definitely we are spending a lot more money on our newsletter okay and creating engaging content for social media uh earlier on our content was much simpler just putting a photo of the product mm-hmm. but now we have we create content which kind of tells the usage or the features of the product so more detailed uh social media engagement i would say is is another thing that we are working on additionally we i think the best uh click through rate which we receive is ironically through sms still which is strange but sms works really well for us when we want to do a promo uh, uh blast campaign so that's- that that's interesting but mm-hmm. now we are uh trying to work more on prospecting new customers and then retargeting it so again facebook a mix of facebook and uh, and google ads for that we are also trying uh tipping our uh, toes into uh and trying testing tiktok and snapchat as well okay how is that working 
Well, with TikTok, we ran one campaign, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which got us a lot of traffic. But unfortunately, the bounce rate for that day was 99%. We got a half a million people visiting the website. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, there were not that many purchases. So uh, maybe the TikTok audience is not as mature compared to other social media platforms. That's, yeah. that's what I feel. Okay, that's great. So I think that was like my concluding question as well, right? What are the latest e-commerce trends uh, that you have adopted? Um, mm-hmm. Also, if you want to recommend uh, upcoming e-commerce stores uh, with any hacks, uh, what would your recommendation would be? I would say uh, influencer marketing is is on the rise. And I would say if you can get some influencer marketing, if some somebody who is... Uh, who get, who creates good content get them on board try to make try ask them to make videos for you and uh, i think i think that that is very important we were not working much with influencers before but now i think if you want to ha- because that gives you validation yeah. so you have to have somebody who is popular who is a known face in the social media uh, platforms to to be on your side. So I would say invest in your influencer marketing and then obviously affiliate marketing, having brand ambassadors, they 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 go uh, a long way as well. So, yeah. Okay, okay, that sounds great. Awesome. Um, I think we have come to the conclusion of the interview. Uh, thank you so much, Omar, uh, for taking the time and uh, letting us know your hacks, your strategies in scaling your business. Uh, mm-hmm. oh. We hope you enjoyed it as much we did. Uh, So until next time, see you. Thank you. Bye-bye.